The Detroit Tigers lose the series opener to the Chicago White Sox uh, in a weird day within the Tigers organization. Lots of roster moves, a lot of other stuff. We're going to talk about all of it today on Locked on Tigers. You are Locked on Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Locked on Tigers. I'm, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Today is Tuesday, June 14th, 2022. Thanks for making Locked on Tigers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with the jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked on Tigers listeners are getting $50 off of purchases, $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement use code locked on at checkout okay the detroit tigers drop their game on monday night to the chicago white Sox by a score of nine to five uh it was a really weird day to be a tigers fan as a lot of days lately have been really weird days to be a tigers fan but uh this one was was a was a weird one june 13th 2000 and 22 will will be looked at as a weird day within this organization, I think. Um, we have a lot of roster moves happening after the game, for starters. And I, I think that's one of the reasons that today just happened to be like a big deadline day for some people. Like Derek Hill got sent down. We'll talk about all this at the end of the show. We'll kind of do an overall recap. But Derek Hill sent down. Um, Drew Hutchinson is, is back and I guess maybe even starting tomorrow uh a lot of jacob barnes like a lot of a lot of stuff happening there uh we're gonna start the show with the erod thing though uh water rodriguez lets the team know that he will not be rejoining them uh, i guess he was pretty close to rejoining the major league club and he has let the team know that he will not be actually and that's weird and he's on a list. I think it's called the restriction list. Restrictive. Some type of, I think, restriction list. Um, and when you're on that list, you don't get paid. So this isn't, uh, oh, he's just going to sit and collect a paycheck and just kind of fizzle off or whatever. Like, the you know, the people that everybody's got to take whenever something like this happens. And, and um, we're not going to speculate here. That's not what I do. That's, that's not what's going to be done. Uh, that's not good. Whatever journalism reporting coverage of a team, none of the above, not, not, not good. So I'm, I'm, if you're, if you're expecting some like crazy theory or, or whatever, you're not going to get it uh, out of me. That's, that's not, fair to erod that's not fair to the team that's not fair to you the the person taking in this content it's not fair to anybody to just like sit here and just speculate on what could be happening there's been 97 different rumors and different theories that everybody has and everybody has to make their theory public just on the off chance that they might be right so that they can get attention from it and it's like this is still a human being that Maybe he's going through something. Maybe he screwed up. 
who knows? We're not here. We're not. We're not here to, to play the guessing game. So uh, that that that's not going to happen. We'll we'll let whatever is happening. Uh, I hope that everyone is okay. I, I hope that uh, everything is is going to end up all right. Um, you know, I I don't really have too much else to say. Like I said, I'm I'm not going to spend an entire segment just just speculating on on what could be. Um, historically, with that list, uh, it's been not because there are there are different lists for different things. Obviously, the the injured list is the most popular list that people go on because injuries happen all the time. That's where he has been on, and apparently, he is no longer on our injured list. Uh, this list, like we said, uh, he will not be getting paid. He also will not take up a 40-man roster spot, not only a major league roster spot, but he won't even be considered to be on the 40-man roster for the time being, which is why you saw some some pitchers getting shuffled around there after the game uh, on Monday night. And, yeah, it's just really weird. It's really weird. I'm not sure I've seen anything like it, and that is super on brand for this Detroit Tigers team in 2022. Um, Just one hit after another after another so hopefully everything is okay with erod uh hopefully everybody involved in whatever is happening is is okay that's pretty much all all we can ask for um i think that's everything i want to cover with it we're not gonna guess no pay no 40-man roster spot um obviously he's not gonna pitch anytime soon i I would imagine i i don't know like there's no timetable uh, there, there, that's the other side touch. And I was going on, there are different lists. There's the injured list. There are, um, you know, the, the, the bereavement list. There, there's a list you go on when your significant other is having a baby. There's a list you go on when a close family member to you passes away. There, there's a, a list you go on when you're hurt. There, there's a list, you know what I mean? Like there's a million different types of, of, of whatever. I just keep calling them lists cause they all have the word list in them. Uh, that that you can go on when something happens, and that would lead you to believe, I guess, that it's not any of those because wouldn't he just go on that list? I I, I don't know. I know as much as you. I, I don't have a special in. Uh, I haven't been told anything that you haven't been told at the time of this recording, which is uh, a little bit before midnight on on Tuesday. So that's all I got for you. Hopefully. Um, hopefully everyone, everyone is okay. And hopefully it's, it's not a, it's not a huge thing, whatever he, uh, whatever is going on, but officially listed as personal reasons. So there you go. That is the extent of the report. And we can move on and talk about this game nine to five loss. Um, it it was also a weird one, very off brand. Well, even like not, even when it wasn't off brand, it was still off brand even no that's not what i was trying to say even when it was on brand it was still no that's also not what i'm trying to say even when it was off brand it was still on brand that is what i've been trying to say so like the tigers put up five we have only put up five i'm pretty sure straight up a single digit amount of times this season which is embarrassing and and horrific and and disgusting and uh, and it makes me want to to vomit but even within this this five run, the, the problems within the offense did not go anywhere, which concerns me for the possibility of this being replicated. 
Now, I would love to be wrong. I've said it a million times. You guys are all very aware. I would much rather be wrong and have it benefit the Detroit Tigers than be right. I am not that prideful of a person. Uh, I'm, I'm, I would, I, I love sharing my opinions. I love having conversations. I love that, that I have this platform. I don't need to be right all the time, especially when it's at the expense of, of my favorite sports team. I, I would much rather be wrong and have the and have the Tigers' offense just explode, and I look like an idiot uh, on this Tuesday episode. Looking back on it, but all of the, the the consistent issues that have made the offense struggle this year persisted. They they were still here, and they were still very prevalent. We'll we'll, we'll talk about it after this. First, though, I got to tell y'all about RockAuto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers. You have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using rockauto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? It just does not make sense. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even a new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com all right everybody welcome back to another man i i've done that a couple of weeks in a row now where i almost started off a different segment with welcome back to another edition i guess i'm getting my my cues missed up a little bit there but welcome back to segment two here at locked on tigers Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Be sure to check out the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft starting June 16th, starting later this week. With over 50 insiders, nothing equals the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft. It is so fun. It really is so fun. And Locked On has a fantastic NBA department. That That's the origin of Locked On. So they do a really, really, really good job over there. Uh, they have the Locked On NBA Big Board Draft Experts plus the Odyssey Listeners. First pick is June 16th, so search Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and follow now so you don't miss a single pick. The Detroit Tigers, like we said, dropped this one 9-5 to in Comerica on Monday. Uh, a rainy day. Looks like that really bad storm missed the metro Detroit area um, and, and the Detroit area. So if it, I guess it might come. Uh, I'm recording this, like I said, right before midnight, so I, I guess it might come. Uh, at the wee hours of the morning for us uh, up here around Detroit. But um, if you are down south or, or if you are um, west of Detroit, uh, you, you might be getting hit pretty hard by this storm. So I hope that everybody is uh, is staying safe out there because it's, uh, it, it's a doozy. It's a doozy. Um, so, but they did get the game in and everything. I know that was kind of a little bit of a concern there, especially at the end that they might not be able to fit it in. But they did, uh, I, I guess – Whatever, I can. Maybe they shouldn't have. Um, so the offense, here's the thing with the offense. We got 12 hits in this one. That's rare. 
Sure. I think we had 14 base runners. I think we had 12 hits and uh, and two walks sprinkled in there. I know Meadows, three walks. Forgot about the, the Cody Clemens walk. So you're talking about 15 base runners. 15 base runners. And you mustered five runs. Uh, the Chicago White Sox had 15 hits and had nine runs. Uh, that 15 hits was paired with three walks. So the White Sox had 18 base runners, nine runs. You had 15 base runners, five runs. So for just quick maths, right? Just really quick maths, just off the dome. 18 divided by two is nine. So every other base runner is scoring for the Chicago White Sox, right? The Tigers, 15 divided by three is five. The difference between one out of every other base runner scoring for an entire game versus one of every three base runners scoring for an entire game is, I, I cannot stress enough how dramatic of a difference that is. That is astronomical, especially over the course of a season. And, and, and you want to know the crazy thing? We've been talking about it a lot. We've been talking about it an awful lot on this show. No extra base hits. You had... You had two is no is me being dramatic. You had two. You had one solo home run on the first pitch your offense saw. Then for the rest of the game, you had one double. That's it. That is the extent of your extra base hits. The Chicago White Sox with their nine runs had four and two of them were home runs. I, I, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse here, but it, it's it's just painfully obvious. That's how the game of baseball is played. Whether you like it or not, whether you're a, you're an old school kind of a baseball fan, you love small ball, that's great. That That's within your right. You you have, I, I hope that a, a bunt wins the World Series this year, but it's just not how the game of baseball is played anymore. You're not going to beat teams that have four dudes that can hit 20 home runs in a season with your team that literally can't even get a double. It's not going to happen. It's not. So they did have five, and that was nice to see, given the fact that, like I said, I'm pretty sure we've only scored five a single-digit amount of times this entire season. But I, it, it didn't overwhelm me with hope going forward. I'm, I, I'm not looking around like, oh my goodness, this is fantastic news. Like the offense is back. Not how I feel. And it, it, it felt like the same. We just had a few more singles than we usually do. That That's pretty much the difference. Willie Castro got into one to start the ball game. And, and and we just had a few more singles than than we we usually do, like three or four more singles than than we have been getting. I don't know what to tell you. The Chicago White Sox put out Lance Lynn on the bump. By the way, uh, he looked dreadful. That was a really brutal performance by by Lance Lynn. And I know, first game back from an injury, he's a damn good pitcher. Uh, he's had he's had a damn nice career, uh, an innings eater through and through, but also has a has a low ERA to combat that. It is not combat that that's the wrong phrase to, to be paired with that rather. 
Um, he is a he is a, a very very solid pitcher and has been for for the majority of his career. He did not have it today. Uh, he he did not. And the White Sox have had a plethora of injuries themselves. They're dealing with a lot of the same type of stuff that we're dealing with. Really poor offensive performances, a lot of injuries, etc. Uh, they have one of the worst run differentials in all of baseball. At one point, they had the worst. I don't know if that still reigns true at the time of this recording, but it, it it's up there. Um, but Lance Lynn's stuff was was not playing. This it was flat. It was flat as a two by four. It was not good. So the Tigers took advantage by one home run and then just depositing nine singles. He gave up ten hits and three runs. The fact that if his body just would have allowed him to go six innings and he would have had the same box score that he would have had a quality start while giving up 10 hits should make your ears bleed. That's, that's unbelievable. He went four and a third, 10 hits, three runs. Like what, what, (laughs) there's no power. There's just no power. This team has none. There's no slugging to speak of. We don't have to keep just talking about this, I guess. But golly, it's it's frustrating. No one can drive the baseball. No one, no one can even hit it into a gap in Comerica Park. We had one. We had 15 base runners. We had one double. Just, I, I mean, golly. So... There's your offense, and then they went to their pen, and they had some relievers that were good, and and, and some that weren't. Um, but the the inability to take advantage of balls over the plate and and drive them, as opposed to just like lobbing them into the outfield or horrible launch angles, and you drive them straight into the ground, and they're ground ball singles. Like you, you got to drive the ball, man. You have to. You're not going to win games without it. So. There's your Tigers offensive breakdown. Um, The pitching side of things was not great in this one. Was not great. And we do have a ton of pitching issues, uh, injuries. And, and again, uh, I mean, people leaving the club now, it's, it's really like Ronnie Garcia had, had to start this game again. And you know what? I don't want to just sound like somebody who's just trying to be optimistic just to be optimistic. Um, but I, I I didn't think Ronnie Garcia was like putrid. I, I didn't think Ronnie Garcia was terrible. I thought he had a couple of nice pitches in there. He hung a slider a couple of times. Um, I guess that's a curveball for him. But, you know, he, he was giving up a lot of hard contact for sure, but but he had a couple of swing and miss things going on. He had a couple of called strikes. I, I, I didn't think that it was some, like, terrible, terrible performance. I mean, Will Vest came in after him and, and gave up a couple more runs. Uh, one run, two runs that, that were credited to Ronnie. Um, and, and by the way, Will Vest, all over the place in this one, had no command in this game. None. And his ERA won't get affected, right? His ERA goes down because the runs he he gave up were inherited. But his his command was 
all over the place. They were calling fastballs high. He was throwing them at the knees. They were calling sliders low and outside. He was hanging them up and in. Like, it, I mean, it was, it was, it was a really tough outing for for Will. Uh, and uh, well, then we'll get to we'll get to Chafin and the rest of the gang there because a um, couple of other not great performances. It's just like the one time that the offense kind of mustered up a, a, a good performance and scored some runs. The pitching, which has been solid all year, just completely implodes. And the defense, which has been a reoccurring problem all year, imploded for the 19th time. Unbelievable. But we'll get into all that after I tell you all about Blue Nile. Blue Nile is the original online jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools to let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers, that's the word, will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind, truly. If you're looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7, available via phone, chat, or whatever, to help you find the memorable gift at every budget. Make your moment sparkle with the jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Tigers listeners are getting $50 off of purchases, $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured. It ships free and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. You can shop stress-free and find your forever peace at BlueNile.com today. All right, everybody. Welcome back to segment three here at Lockdown Tigers. Um, okay, so Andrew Chafin goes into this one. The the frustrating thing about this, a, it was just a bonehead decision. Yes, he should have gone to first base. That was dumb. I, I in the moment, I, I'm sure everybody watching this was like, "What on earth are we doing?" Uh, it, it, even if it's a perfect throw, I'm not sure he gets them. And it wasn't a perfect throw. He spiked the ball into the ground. Uh, it was a just it, it's not it's not great it was a really rough play and I I think one of the most frustrating parts about this is that his slider was like really working like I thought his slider looked fantastic no one could hit it dudes were swinging through it it, it was literally unhittable it got put in play he threw it nine times he got put in play once and it was like a slow it was a, a well it was a bunt so <laughs> that that's my point is like it was a, it was, um, he had his stuff working. And even after that, even after that, that mayhem and it, that, that not goodness, uh, he then, did you guys hear that? That was the really loud thunder. I wonder if my mic picked it up. Um, and even after that, then he just went back and just threw the slider, like four out of his next six pitches. And they were all strikes and swung through and whatever. Like, it's just, it's really frustrating to, to have your stuff working and any anything that wasn't the slider was not great the sinker was hit around the yard really hard right and the four seam fastball I don't even think anyone really tried to put that one in play too much but the sinker was not working everyone was all over it and was tattooing it like hitting it hard all over the place the slider was a really effective pitch and just a a boneheaded decision on top of that 
It was really stupid. Like, I, there's no, there's no way around it. There's no, uh, I'm, I'm sure he'll tell you it's stupid. I, he seems like a pretty straight shooter. Andrew Chafin does. Um, so re- really frustrating on that. And, uh, ended up, I believe costing the team three runs at the end of the day. And we lost by four. So I guess it like, Whoa, like the offense wasn't good enough to even make it really matter, I guess. Or, or the pitching was bad enough. If you want to put it that way, like we, you know, even without those three, we still give up six runs. I don't know. It's just all of it. All of it's frustrating. I'm very, very exhausted. Very exhausted. Uh, Jason Foley in this one. I I think that Jason Foley has really turned a corner. I've really liked what I've seen out of Foley lately. I know he gave up two hits in this one. One of them was tattooed. Uh, one of them was pretty kind of just bad bippy. Um, but the sinker especially, like that pitch is a plus pitch. His sinker is nasty. That's 98 with crazy movement. Um, I, I'm not sure. And, and look, we literally talked about it, what, yesterday, two days ago? We, we talked about it on the show. I said, yo, Jason Foley, stop throwing the four-seam fastball, only throw the sinker. Guess what? He threw 15 pitches. 11 were, of them were the sinker. Three of them were the slider. One was the changeup. Did not record a four-seam fastball. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's a very effective pitch. It's good. Just stay home with it, brother. I I, I would have been okay if all 15 of them were you know maybe a slider for for good measure. If fourteen of the fifteen of them were sinkers, I would have been chill with it. But like the one slider he threw was cranked, and the changeup, no one even swung at it. And it, you know he threw it one time, and it, it was a ball in the dirt. Like I, I'm okay if if he just wants to be a sinker only pitcher. I, I think it's a good enough pitch where he could have some mild success and got a ground ball out of it. It it I really like it. And his ERA on the year is now two two nine. And I'm pretty sure I tweeted out since May 24th. I think his ERA is like one three or something like that. Like he, he's been really good, and he got recalled in the middle of May. There since then, his ERA is around two. I think it's like two oh one since coming back up. Uh, really, really liking what I'm seeing out of Foley, which is a, a change of pace from what we saw at the beginning of the year before he got sent down the first time. So happy to see it. Good for him. Uh, always some positives in there. Good for him. Uh, way, way, to, way to turn around and figure it out so far. Michael Fulmer pitched uh, a, a nice solid inning. I don't think this was like the best in Michael Fulmer inning ever, but it also wasn't the worst, and he didn't give up anything. It was just a just straight three balls put in play, three outs. That That's all there was to it. And then Joe Jimenez did not look good. Uh, was very fastball heavy, which I don't understand. That That makes very little sense to me. He threw 24 pitches. Why were 18 of your 24 pitches fastballs, dude? Why? You've had you have a good slider. It's been an effective pitch all year. Why 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 are why are we just not throwing the slider? I, it got cranked once. It absolutely got got cranked once in this game. One time, it got cranked. Your fastball got cranked a lot more than once. I I I just I don't I don't understand. All year, it's been good fastball, good slider, and, and you tunnel those pitches together and you're effective. And then we just go, you know what? Well, we'll just throw 18 fastballs in an inning. I blow. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know what to say. I, that that doesn't make any sense to me. So, um, and and he struggled in this one. He did have two strikeouts. So I guess like that's nice. That's like the epitome of the Tiger season there. 
hey, we gave up, you know, three hits and two runs, but he almost struck out the side. Like, that's that's pretty much where we're at. Um, so that's it for the game. Let's get to the roster moves um, because I'm, I'm very – I'm fine talking about this game. I'm done. We're good. So – like I said at the beginning of the show, we well, we talked about Erod. That's whatever. We, we don't have to bring that up again. Um, Jacob Barnes has been officially designated for assignment. So not only is Jacob Barnes getting uh, not – no longer will be on the Major League roster, he will no longer be on the 40-man roster. So he is done. I, I'm not sure I would really hold my breath for a Jacob Barnes return to the Major League roster. Got off to a really good start to the season. Had a really solid April. Uh, we talked a lot about how his cutter and four-seam fastball were pretty effective early on. Um, that that did not last. It started with the Baltimore series, right? He came in in that Baltimore game and just immediately gave up back-to-back home runs. And then really ever since then, he's pretty much struggled mightily and as comfortably was the lowest leverage reliever of the last month. He would just go out when it was – uh, a blowout and it was like the fifth inning like that that's when he's kind of lived over the last three weeks so not not all too surprising we've talked about it on this show the last week probably uh we've mentioned it several times how I, I i thought that he was a candidate to get sent down so not not the most surprising thing in the world um obviously i, I always hope that dudes can can get back on their feet and refigure it out um but yeah he, he's he's dfa so no longer on the 40 man Derek Hill is optioned to Toledo, so obviously that means he is still on the 40-man, very much can come back to the majors at any point, Um, but he will not be on the major league roster. Now, the interesting thing about this is when you're starting to look at Riley Green, Derek Hill gets optioned to AAA. That means at, at the major league level for outfielders, I guess technically... I mean, Willie Castro started in center field last night. Do we have to count Willie Castro? I I guess. Um, But you have, and and Daz is hurt or on the IL COVID COVID protocol. He's not hurt. So Daz is is done for the next like six or seven or eight days, somewhere around there, depending on when you're listening to this. Derek Hill is now gone. You have Cody Clemens who can kind of play corner outfield. Willie Castro, who who has played mostly outfield this year, I guess he's kind of an outfielder now. And, and Robbie Grossman's back and Austin Meadows is back. You don't have a true center fielder on this roster at the moment. And it's not going to be today as you're listening to this. It's not going to be Tuesday because Tuesday is a bullpen day, right? So with... Uh, the bullpen day, Drew Hutchinson will make it back to the majors. He's going to start on Tuesday. And I I don't expect him to go too terribly deep into this game. If he makes it one time through the lineup and doesn't get any runs, I think that's a success. Uh, He made a couple of these starts for us last season that this is kind of where Drew Hutchinson's at in this point in his career. And so it, it, it makes sense that he's up after that. You're then less than a week away from rosters, having to go down another pitcher the the limit for pitchers goes down one for how many pitchers you can have on a roster gets cut by one that's less than a week away and i like here here's the thing it, it, it might not be green because in, in the same breath 
You don't have Erod apparently coming back anytime soon. You can't just bring Elvin back up. He's gotten rocked the last two outings. Um, Mize is done for the year. Matt Manning's not close. Michael Pineda just threw his first bullpen. Like you don't. It, it, it's not like if we had a starter close, I would say okay. Well, like maybe it's Green then. Like maybe Green is next, and Hutchinson comes up and starts, and then we send him back down, and then Green comes up. And then when the pitchers get cut, we we do some stuff and reshuffle and and whatever. That, uh, I don't know. Maybe Drew Hutchinson is just part of this rotation now. Like, I I, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't know. I'm I'm unbelievably frustrated with so many things (laughs) related to this organization. I, it's, it's, golly. And it's all just frustrating frustration because of, of how much time, energy, passion, and love I, I have and, and put into this organization on a daily basis. And golly, beyond frustrating season. And it just doesn't stop. So um, hopefully everything I said at the beginning about Erod makes sense. Hopefully that, that everything I said um, – came across as I wanted it to and, and, uh, and, and all that. Um, we, we don't need to bring it up again. The, the, those are all the roster moves. That's the game recap. We will see what, what the future for Riley green is, but uh, at, as it stands right now, we don't have anybody who is an everyday center fielder unless that's Willie Castro who had a great game in this one for what it's worth. Not very good defensively, as he he everybody freaked out and was like, Oh wow, that was such a great play by Willie. Like it shouldn't have been. It should have just been a routine fly ball, but he played it terribly and it made to make it look like it was a lot it was just really dramatic. And I'm one of the most dramatic people I know. And I can I know when when someone's being dramatic. That was dramatic. Unintentional drama. Um he did have a great day at the plate though. Looked really, really good. Almost had two homers if it wasn't for the win there. Uh had another ball put in play. He, he looked really, really solid at the plate. And uh, he, he's going to be in the lineup every day because this offense is is on pace to be putrid. Like one of the worst of recent memory for like any team, not just Tigers teams. So, um, okay, I'm done rambling. We're done. I'm going to go to bed. Uh, and yeah, there you go. Thanks for making Lockdown Tigers your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and his unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked on MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, so tomorrow we do, in fact, have Drew Hutchinson. Today, as you're listening to this, sorry. On Tuesday, we have Drew Hutchinson on the bump. So, uh, yeah. Drew Hutchinson starting Tuesday, like I said, had, had a couple of starts last year where, where he was able to, to salvage some pretty good performances um, when, when we needed him to step up in injury-riddled uh, last two summers as far as starting pitching goes. So hopefully he can do that again. Hopefully we can get a win. If we win tomorrow, we got a chance to win this series still. And this weird, frustrating day can, can possibly be, be forgotten about. But that starts with winning on Tuesday. So let's go do it. Peace and love. Going to therapy's dope. I'll catch y'all then, baby. Go Tigers.